Hello, this is Andrew WK, and I'm here to remind you that we're partying very hard together on the Freaky Geeks podcast. Hey, I'm Noelle Cummings. Hey, I'm Shane Smith. Do you like that? Yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> hey, welcome to Freaky Geeks. I almost said last podcast on the left. <laughs> God damn it. Okay, welcome to Freaky Geeks, everyone. We have a fucking banging-ass episode for you this week. Yeah, you know, it's good. It's a good mix of talking shit, Satan, and magic. So um, those are my favorite things. Yeah, we uh, attended the uh, Salt Lake City Fan Expo, which for those of you who listen to us from out of town, who are actually outnumbering the people who listen to us in Salt Lake these days. Yeah, show up. Hail. Come through. Satan, everyone. You're awesome. Um... Fan Expo is a little Comic Con, and so we're going to talk about that. We were on some panels, so we'll do little mini panels. Mm-hmm. Talk about some Satanism, some magic, mm-hmm. maybe a little sex, maybe maybe some tattoos, maybe and the tiniest, itsiest bit of board games, <laughs> yeah, and yeah. also the noise. Yeah, yeah, just a little bit, the tiniest bit. We were really tired, but this episode turned out great, so I'm like excited for you guys to hear it. Um, thank you so much to everyone who came out to our live show. Seriously, I still am not in denial. I'm in denial that it happened. I'm in denial that all of you showed up and fucking came through. God damn it. That was insane. I can't believe that we had such awesome comedians who contributed so much and it was so funny. Um, thank you a million times. It's still blowing my mind to this moment. Yeah, seriously, everyone... Thank you to Golden Spike Comedy Festival for having us and Wise Guys for putting it on. Thank you, like everyone. Honestly, like I played it real cool, but like the next day, I was like sort of having this like moment of introspection because I had like kind of a hard week and I just thought about how supportive everyone was and I was like, don't cry, but I was already crying. Yeah, that (laughs) happens. Really rough. It was just, I really appreciate all of you guys. I got, God damn it, I wish I could find it. But I got the sweetest message from Tasha, one of our friends who came, and she was talking about how um, on a live episode, Marcus Parks from uh, last podcast on the left was talking about how they never thought they would be here, that they remember years ago when nobody was listening, and then they remember when a few people were listening and they did their first show to like 20 people, and they thought that's when they made it. And then she was like, when he was talking about that, it made me think of you guys. She's like, because you're thinking you're at your cap right now. And you you sold out that venue and you put on a great live show. And she's like, this is just the tip of the fucking iceberg. And I'm so stoked to have you guys as friends and watch what you do. And I was sobbing. Yeah, yeah. I was sobbing. It's rough. (laughs) And also, <laughs> humble brag, we sold out the venue. Yeah, completely. Total there brag. were people standing, sitting in windowsills. Just, I don't know, you guys. We, If you're listening to this and you came to the show, or even if you like wanted to but you couldn't, I appreciate you from the bottom of my heart. Yeah, it means so fucking much. I just, I, it's hard to convey that, like, when we're, you don't know because I can't tell you personally, but I, I think about you. I have thought about you if you were there, and it, me, it meant a lot to Yeah, me. I thought about all of you, even the people I didn't know, even the people who were, didn't know either of us. There was a lot of people who just showed up who listened to the podcast and had never met us. Yeah, it was, it was beautiful. Love. Yeah, uh, we're doing something right, everyone. Um, and, and it's a little wrong, and yeah, that's why it's right. Yeah. <laughs> and sp- speaking of doing something right, this episode, like all episodes, is brought to you by Blatz- Black Salt Studios. <laughs> they always do it right. They always do it right. Will oh and Casey God. are the absolute best. It was so great seeing them and hanging out with them and touching their beautiful faces. You can find them on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. 
Casey underscore Roy underscore tattoos and Will underscore XX. They also have front of shop people doing tattoos all the time. But if you want those golden hands to touch your butts, you're going to have to contact them. Yeah, and they're booked way out. But they're so worth it. They're so rad. Uh, Casey's going to tattoo me soon. And I have every intention of also getting a tattoo from Will. Yes. Uh, Casey's going to be doing a pentagram on me. So that'll be fucking metal. Hell yeah. Hell soon. And uh, also, have you noticed that Will and Casey both have like super badass kids? They do. Holy Dude, shit. Can you imagine if your mom or dad was like a fucking super dope artist? It's they have created. Ugh. I'm I'm sad for the future. But then when I hang out with Will and Casey and I see their kids and I'm like, we're going to be OK. Yeah. For if real. These are the kids who are the future. We're going to be OK. They may they may not be perfect at home, but fuck when they're in public, they're well behaved, they're well mannered, they're funny, they're polite, they're, they're adorable, yeah. and they're all artsy. Yeah, yeah, they're kind, they're confident. There's just like you just get vibes from especially kids. They have so much energy, and you get vibes from them, and then you're just like they're cool. But let's not be weird and talk about our friends' <laughs> kids for too long. <laughs> you guys are doing great. That's the yeah, that's the moral we're of it. Gushing. We're just we're so appreciative of everyone, and you too, especially if you're listening to this episode. I don't know if you listen to all the episodes. But doesn't matter because you're fucking awesome. <laughs> you uh, get the pass. Yeah, yeah. You get a free pass. Um, everyone who said hi to us at Comic Con, thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah, I had you a lot of awesome. people. A lot of people say hi to me. If you're listening to this and you said hi to me and I was weird, I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know. That's just me. <laughs> That's just my that's just life. him as a person. I'm a fucking weirdo. Sometimes. It was crazy. I I'll brag for you. It was crazy how many people were like. Holy shit! Wait, you do com- You do the comedy. I recognize those face tattoos. Yeah, <laughs> it was I'm nuts. Gonna, I'm, I'm kind of to the point where I think I'm getting more people who know me from comedy than from the podcast. It's crazy cool. Yeah, I mean, yeah. your your face is unforgettable. Yeah, it's a little recognizable. <laughs> Not just because it's hard to look at. They're like, I've oh, done things too. That, that mugshot. Yeah, I remember that. Um, speaking of my face being hard to look at, it. If you would like to look <laughs> at it for 45 minutes to an hour. I will be headlining Wise Guys Comedy Club March 30th, 7.30 p.m. Uh, It's downtown at the Gateway. It's going to be great. If you came and saw me last time... I promise to do some new jokes. <laughs> It'll be really fun. I It's going to be great. Uh, last time I headlined was my first time ever headlining a major comedy club. Since then, I've headlined more places, and I'm just so excited to be like this. I'm twice the comic I was, and it's going to be so fun, and we're just going to goof off and have a good time, and I'm not going to be stressed or weird like I was last time. Just kidding. I'm so fucking... <laughs> Aha, I'm so, first joke yeah, is that. I'm so fucking... Not stressed, but I'm just like manic. I'm writing. I have all these things. It's going to be really good, though. Please come out. I, I guarantee you'll have the best time, and I'm going to have some great comics on my show as well, and I'm sure we'll throw an open micer on there and give them their first chance to perform in front of people. So you may see someone tank super fucking hard, which is fun in and of itself. It is very fun. I got to watch the tail end of an open mic, and mm. it fueled me because <laughs> it was so bad. The cringe is real. And also, Noelle's going to be there. So if you want to come uh, corner Noelle and talk to her about the <laughs> podcast, she will be will at be. the live show. I will be there. And I will point her out to you and let you have her. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Um, also, um, if you're a listener from Idaho or Wyoming, and I know you exist, I'll be coming through on like a mini tour in Wyoming and, I- Wyoming and Idaho. And I don't know the exact details, but it will be uh, April 12th through the 15th. So... There's that. I know one of those days is a casino. 
I'll get you more details, but if you're just, you know, look out for me. Check social media too. Yeah, yeah. Social media is real. You know where to find us. Hell yeah. Speaking of people to check out, our beautiful model friend, Rachel, is going to be um, walking in the Slug Magazine fashion show on the 25th at 7 p.m. at the depot. Get your tickets online. Come hang out with us and look at beautiful girls. Yeah, yeah. If Including you her. And they'll probably be wearing real weird clothes, so that'll be cool. Yeah, I'm so about it. So if you need more fun shit to do, do that. Hang out with us. Support her. It'll be cool. Yeah, yeah. We're going to be there. Uh, we're going to try and get involved. So it'll be cool. And we love Rachel. She's great. Thank you. And also, but also not, like, maybe don't be so good looking sometimes. Yeah, fucking knock there, it out, you There dumb are bitch. people who are, like, next level to the point where I've literally had people who are fans of us that follow us on Instagram or whatever be like, okay, you guys are good, but who is the tall girl? Yeah, always and, the tall and girl. how do I fuck her? <laughs> who is the tall girl? How do I find her? I can't even, man... If I could get monetized from how many people come up to Shane and try to ask about Rachel. Yeah, it's insane. Why do they talk to me? Talk to Noel. She no, knows her better. Talk to Shane. No. He'll deny you faster. I will <laughs> deny you. I tell everyone that I, I tell everyone I'm dating her, yeah, even though you it's have not to. even close to real. If you want to protect Rachel and you're a friend and anyone asks, just say that you are also dating her. Yeah. <laughs> and it'll it'll people will get it pretty it does soon. Help. They'll be it like, Okay, I'll back off. Um, yeah, so that's it. Um, and so seriously, we're just lately we're just feeling so thankful for all of you. It's great. Yeah, we're, we're doing cool stuff, and it's because of you. Yeah, and the podcast is doing so well. Like, I'm not trying to brag. I mean, it is because if you're listening to this, you're the reason. So Hell thank yeah. you so much. Um, and enjoy this episode about us uh, cruising around FanX. It gets a little complainy, but also pretty funny. Yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah. that's life. Yeah, keep it keep it positive, everyone. Do as we say, not as we do. Exactly. Holy <laughs> shit. Literally that. <laughs> hail fucking Satan, you hail guys. Hail Satan. Hail yourselves. Listen, you fat internet nerd. See how this pans out. Yeah. I'm a disgusting person. That's never happened to me. It's never happened to me either, and I don't like to shower. But I know that if you get tattooed, you need to wash it. I like you throw shade at me, and then you don't shower. Yeah, but I spray perfume on. I'm not a monster like you who doesn't <laughs> even use soap in the bathroom. I don't use soap, but I rinse off sometimes twice a day. I'm trying not to judge you, but it's hard. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. It's all fine. I hope I don't get staph infection because I shredded my hand, and I don't really care to take care of it. Yeah, at like least it leaking. didn't happen to you at the convention. That's how you get staff infection. <laughs> <laughs> yep, good thing. Just happened outside. <laughs> oh, my God, at the park. Oh, my God. You, you guys. know what? Skin is for losers. <laughs> Who needs it? I sure don't. How much of it is gone? Is it pretty that bad? whole entire Ooh. section. Ooh. Like, uh, what would you say that is? Uh, I would say it's the size of a quarter. I th- I think it's uh even bigger in between the what's the bigger one half dollar yeah it's in between a half dollar and a quarter it's like a Susan B Anthony coin yep there you go there you go just that or a Sacagawea coin it's a Sacagawea size chunk of skin is taken off of my hand it sucks because it's my right hand the hand that I use for everything immobilized Sacagawea out here <laughs> fucking up our hands. I thought she was here to help. (laughs) The cat looks over at me, its ears back, like, okay, enough with the puns. 
Hey everyone, we're here. Oh my god, hello. It's happening. We're talking about how filthy we are. Uh, we went to Fan X this week. It happened. Did we? We're so tired. <laughs> Did we? We're I cannot. I'm legitimately more tired than I was after the porn convention. How's that possible? Yeah. Um, I think it's a fair tie between energy vampires at the porn <laughs> convention and at Fan X. Yeah. The so. En- so many energy vampires. It. Oh, man. The people watching at Fan X isn't as good as the porn convention. That's for sure. Yeah. Still a lot of thirsty dudes, though. Still a lot of thirsty dudes. Still a lot of hover hand. Yeah. Was reminded that the same people who love porn are the same people that go to Comic-Con. Yep. Easy to forget that. I sure never forget it. All right. Let's run through this convention. Okay. Top to bottom. Friday. First day of the convention. What did we do Thursday night that we were up? I was finishing my costumes. Okay. I'm up because I'm a fucking moron. Oh, no. I got asked to headline and I was stressed and I was like writing and trying to figure out what I was going to do. And and I was up all night buzzing because I'm going to headline. They just jumped it on you. Yeah. So I didn't sleep at all. We wake up. What was your first cosplay? Um, I was Louise as Ryan Gosling from the Major Motion Picture Drive. The Major Motion Major Picture. Major Motion Picture. Major Motion Picture. I can't. I said it too much. You were. <laughs> yeah. I said it too you were, much. You were. You were a fictional character cosplaying another fictional character. Yeah. Which rules. Yeah. Yeah. So you were Louise from the Halloween episode from 2016. Yep. Which rule? Yeah, it was awesome. season five or season six because they're on season seven now. It's either season five or season six, the Halloween episode where Louise is dating a fake ghost in a shoebox. No, I not mean, Louise. Tina. Tina. Yeah, yeah. Tina is dating. Tina Sorry, dates I'm tired. a fake ghost that betrays her to be with Tammy. Tammy. That Tammy's bitch. such a bitch. And then they fill it with bugs. It's a great episode. It's a great episode. So I always wanted to do that, and I finally did. Thanks, Ryan Bielik, for letting me borrow your drive jacket. Yeah, Ryan Bielik fucking coming through with the wardrobe. For yeah. Real. Who just owns that? Yeah, it was so... And all of it happened in a perfect way. Him and his wife, Candace, showed up to our live show at the comedy festival. Yeah. He was wearing that jacket. And I, out loud, not realizing he was near me, was complaining about how I have to make that jacket yeah. for my costume. Not realizing heavy quotation marks yeah. around not realizing. <laughs> and he's like, oh, my God, guess what I'm wearing right now? And then literally takes it off his body and is like, you could borrow it. And oh, I was just man. like, thank satan for you right now aren't the good nerds the best people they are the bad nerds are the worst people but the good nerds are the absolute best people came through oh man i hang out with uh, so many comedians and i forget that they're like garbage humans so when i'm around (laughs) nerds like that my other friends you know Mm -hmm. that aren't i'm like oh my god you guys are great (laughs) yeah you can be way into this fandom and not a borderline serial killer sociopath but then sometimes i feel like when I hang out with them um, or with regular people like nerds or whatever, then I feel like I'm the worst person because I'm yeah. the one saying the most horrific stuff usually. Isn't it also refreshing though? You're never in the middle. You're True. never not interesting. <laughs> it I just guess. depends on what part of the spectrum you're at. When you're around comedians, you're like low key good guy. But then <laughs> when you're hanging around normal, like geeky people, you're like, just, I don't know, bounce out of prison for I mean, I'm pretty horrific either way. Yeah. So it's probably not a big it's not a big difference. So you're Louise as Ryan Gosling from the major motion picture drive. There you Hands go. up. Do a turn. 
Yeah. Very cool. Yeah, yellow, was, sp- yellow scorpion guy. Yellow scorpion guy. Oh, that's such a good episode. I know um, it. So the, the uh, convention starts. We meet up. We go there. Uh, the first panel either of us had was me. I was on a board gaming panel that was like, I don't even know what the title of the panel was. Board gaming uh, back to the boards, the tabletop revolution. Back to the boards, the tabletop revolution, and it was basically supposed to be about like how board games have become. I'm assuming it was the idea was that board games are more popular than ever, and we're going through a board game renaissance, which is true, and we will be talking about on this podcast soon mm-hmm. once we play some board games. Uh, but so I was pumped to do that. It yeah turned out that. Most of the people on the panel were actually board game designers and um, not not to like overshadow me. I mean, I've worked for a board game company playtesting and writing fiction for other games and I wrote my own version of Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, that shit ruled so fucking hard. Yeah, so um, I'm not like any stranger to game design, but they were just pumping their games. Yeah. They were talking about how the future of board gaming was literally their board games, which I get, but it was... It was tough. It was just like, <laughs> it would be the equivalent of like, you're on a Tinder date and the guy immediately before even asking your name is like, I just divorced my wife of seven years and I haven't had sex in five. Yeah. You're like, whoa, pump the brakes a little bit, motherfucker. <laughs> Don't be so goddamn thirsty. Like people were, people were asking genuine questions about gaming and board gaming. And they were like, or like, what's the most, you know, my friends aren't the brightest people who or have the most time to read this uh, 1700 page instruction manual. What's a great game that's still stimulating, but is for everyone. And they're like, my game right here. And then pull yeah. it out from like underneath the table <laughs> and Vanna they white it. Produce it like the world's worst magician. <laughs> yeah. You know? Like not only is it not cool magic, but it's board games. You're just like, Oh my God, dude, yeah. you're combining two of the lamest things. I love board games. Like they're my favorite thing ever, but even I, it's a real dorky hobby to make mm-hmm. it cool. It takes careful consideration and you need to not be, um, in your own head, you have to have any kind of self awareness. They were really nice guys. They were nice. One, and it sucked no, no, shitting one on guy them. was nice. The other one was a fucking weirdo. The most famous one was a total weirdo. He yeah, kept because about he virtual was like, reality. Oh my god, the most <laughs> famous guy there, and famous is in like heavy air quotes. Uh, yeah, Technically, so I think hardcore. I'm as famous as him. Maybe even a little bit more. Like <laughs> three people in the room recognized him, and he was like. Help me remember. Yeah. He's like, I'm it, the one who revolutionized uh, fiction. That, yeah, that was he it. Said he I'm the one who revolutionized fiction. fiction that goes hand in hand with board games. Yeah. And just to be clear, when we say I'm more famous than him, we're not like trying to like, I'm not pumping myself up. There are hairless cats with more followers on Instagram. Than yeah. Me. We're saying like his five <laughs> fan club community is bigger than this guy's three fan club. Community. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It was really weird. It's meaningless. So, this panel, I had fun i tried to be entertaining i don't know and i tried to answer the questions you tried to be entertaining and then you got shit on because they're like wait you're making people laugh and enjoy this time it was like we hit 15 minutes you're in there for almost an hour right panels are almost an hour long we hit the 15 minute mark and tyler is going full add on me (laughs) just touching flicking breaking jittering like just couldn't stay still losing his fucking mind your wife is looking at me with these eyes that read kill me yeah and i'm like i guess i'll take i'm in between the two of them i look at you and it 
<laughs> it's like you're watching a train wreck. <laughs> and then I'm like, okay, I guess I'll take this time to like prep myself for my own panel. So I'm like folded <laughs> like a lawn chair so they don't see me on my phone. So I'm like on the ground reading up about my panel. Yeah. If you would looked into my eyes, you know, like in Western in Westerns or like in Indiana Jones or like other movies where the, the good guy jumps out of the car or the stagecoach or the tank just in time and the bad guy's still in it wide eyed as it goes over the cliff. Like, no, yep. there's nothing I can do. That was me. That was you. That was me. It was it was <sighs> tough. It was tough because I feel like I don't like board games. It's not really my thing, but yeah, I was so hard to make relatable. But if you can do it, it's an easy sell. Mm-hmm. Everyone loves board games. There's not a person on earth who wouldn't do- there's a game they wouldn't absolutely love. Mm-hmm. But you have to like bring them to them in such a way that it's not like I am the future of fiction. Look at it. Come. Have you seen my virtual reality? I went to Dubai once. Virtual (laughs) reality. Go to my website, The Void. (laughs) Now he knows who we're talking about. Yeah. Um, He was was fairly nice. I'm I'm goofing on him. Yeah. But it's just, it was so, it was weird. And he, he he had the personality of, um, You've seen Grandma's Boy, right? Yeah. Who's the guy who's like, Adios. Mm, fuck you, motherfuckers. <laughs> Bad guy. Adios, turd nuggets. Oh, yeah. And then he does the... He, <laughs> everyone was really nice. They were just like super nerds. And then they... I just... This is the thread. This is the through thread that comes through all Comic-Con panels. It's something I'd like to personally bring up to someone who's in charge. What? This is my one issue. And it's... Uh, some. If There are certain people who listen to this and will be angry at me for saying it. I'm but ready. I'm going to say it anyway. Do it. People who get on panels, they think that it's some kind of weird opportunity for them. Oh, my God. And you're I'm like, with you. This I'm isn't here. an opportunity for you. No one cares that you're here. Mm-hmm. No one cares about you. They're in the panel to be entertained. Yep. This is a convention. They want to have fun. The panel isn't about us on the panel. We've, we're not impressive. There's no agents in the crowd. There's no money to be made. Mm-hmm. There's no fame to be garnered. Mm-hmm. Um, no one's going to be a fan because you were on a panel. Probably mm-hmm. the panel isn't about you. Fuck you forever. Yep. The panel is about everyone else having fun. Yeah. So when I'm on the panel and I'm like, okay, well, we're going to make some jokes. People are going to laugh and have a good time and we're going to give them the information. And then these guys are like, this is my one shot. I'm going to impress everybody. Uh, come look at my games. This is a huge opportunity for me. And you're like, dude, this panel isn't about us. Mm-hmm. It's about them. Yeah. Because it's a show. Mm-hmm. And shows are about audiences having a good time. That's why, that's like why the term the show must go on exists. Yeah. That's why artists feel, because it's, no one gives a fuck about artists. Mm-hmm. Fuck you. Entertain us mm-hmm. or make us feel things. It's the content. It's not the person. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Throw so, any single person on the panel. They still want that content, the entertainment, and the education value to yeah. be there. So if you end up on a panel and you're not thinking of anything to say or you're getting overshadowed by everyone else, uh, just be happy that you got in for free. Be happy that you're there. And fuck you. Be better next time. Yeah. You know, if there are people that are funnier than you, then shut the fuck up and let them be funny. If there are people who know more than you, chill out and let them know more than you. Yeah. And if you have products you're trying to sell or you think someone's going to see you and think you're a big deal, you're wrong. You're a fucking nerd at Comic-Con. We're all nerds. Mm-hmm. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. So I... 
every panel I sat in on, I was like, man, these panelists are really making it about them. Mm -hmm. So, well, I write this book and I do this. Well, I feel this way. And then they like were stepping on other people who had good points and everyone was trying to get their two cents to plug their own product in. It was like if you're watching a good documentary and then all of a sudden, like the guy with the sham wow comes in and is trying Mm -hmm. to pitch you a sham wow. And you're like, I'm trying to learn about the prison system right now. (laughs) Like it just, it had no place. It had no rhyme or reason. And they basically Kanye everyone because they would answer a question and hijack the moment. You know, they'd be like, you know, I'll let you finish in a minute, but this is my book. You could buy it on Amazon (laughs) with this code. And you're like, I wanted to know who your favorite character was. Like it has, it never had a good flow. Like there was a girl on my witch panel who had a book and the way that she related it to the panel was perfect. Yeah, she's Because she was like, oh, I write horror. You know what I mean? Like this is, this is what I would do. This is where I think they're coming from when they build a scene like this. And like, hell yeah. Hi, actually using your credibility and resume to relate to the point. Totally. She wasn't like, here's my erotic fan fiction about Satan. I don't even think she said the title of her book. No, she was just like, this is my name. Yeah. She set him out in front of her, which is totally tasteful and makes sense. And she was like, this is my like credentials. I'm here. And then she was like, I'm an artist. This is how this relates to my art. This is meaningful to the conversation. Yeah. And then she gave the audience that thought, which was good, mm-hmm. and then let it go. Yeah. You know? It, that's the way to do it. And totally. then it had me wanting to learn more about her. Exactly. Versus and the guys in your panel. Yeah. Or the people in the Supernatural panel. Yeah, there was a lot. Who, it, it wasn't even about Supernatural. It was just them talking about the monsters in their own works of fiction. Ugh, Yeah. I don't know. If you've watched every season of Supernatural, something is wrong with you. I'm sorry, everyone. <laughs> I love you guys, but come on. It Ooh. was it was tough. We had a friend. Um, she was originally on. Um, Dimples was originally on the Supernatural panel because she thought it was about <laughs> monsters. That's such a good story. It's such it a good said story. like check the lore monsters and something else like demons creatures and monsters semicolon paragraph down of supernatural well because it looks i can see how you if you looked at it even if you read the whole thing slowly you'd be like yes supernatural monsters yeah yeah yeah. i'm fucking about this yeah and then you think you're on a panel about monsters and you're like dude this is fucking cool i want to be on that panel yeah i want to be on that panel um but and then it turns out it's like the monsters of supernatural yeah you're like oh it's cool i'll just watch all three seasons and two weeks no big deal you're oh, like there's oh. fucking a hundred hours of these fucking supernatural it's this like, has been going on for 15 years straight yeah true blood with no boobs yeah i'm cool yeah i'm good on the no it's boobs so she true blood. she backed out of it and then was um gonna give it to our friend chelsea who also runs the graphic novel book club and is like a, a ridiculously talented artist and cosplayer. Yeah. She just is like full package. She's yeah. more qualified than pretty much all of us. Yeah. Can't say enough good things about yeah. how talented she is. She is obsessed with supernatural. And then we're like, Oh, let's put her on it. And then Comic-Con was like, no, thanks. Probably a good thing though, because when we went to the panel, it ended up just being a bunch of people pitching their own books, like a person. Because the supernatural fandom is pretty fucking hardcore. Yeah, it's they intense. They can, they it's can like sniff a fake. Fandom, yeah, for it's sure. no, it's like a lifestyle choice. <laughs> and um, a, one person would come up and try to be like, "So, what did you think about? What do you think the relationship between them and their mom is?" And then the person would pull a Kanye and be like. 
I'll let someone else answer that. But in my book, I talk about these monsters and these women go on dates and then bl- and you're like, wait, what motherfucker? Yeah, it's crazy. So, so how about let's not fucking do that. It sounds like we're being really negative. I, I mean, am. We kind of are. But here's the thing: the the this all comes back to what we said about the conventions we've both been going to for years, mm-hmm. which is moderators are important yes a good moderator doesn't even need to know about your fandom i could have moderated the supernatural panel Mm -hmm. and made sure they were all on task yeah um and then i could have been a little bit funny Mm -hmm. and they could have given the information voila good panel yeah you know but when they're left to their own devices and they're stepping on each other's toes it's like hey let's get together and do a podcast with seven people who don't know each other and all have varying opinions yeah and that are also socially awkward because let's be honest we're all nerds Mm -hmm. and most of the people on that panel are one probably terrified to do some public speaking yeah two they're drunk with power yeah which is my issue because that was when i said they're all thinking it's an opportunity for them for real you could smell it on them Mm -hmm. if you give a nerd a little bit of power Mm -hmm. they're just like i got bullied forever now i'm in charge everyone sucks my fucking dick (laughs) tonight we're all getting laid and they're just like out of their minds yeah nothing is worse than a nerd with power anyone who's like even remotely involved in the nerd community who's like played magic mm-hmm. the judges yeah you know they're yeah. just they're maniacs yeah you can't give nerds power that's like fucking you know ugh, it's you know terrible. who the biggest nerd ever was who hitler hitler was a nerd and guess what happened when he got power he shot himself the holocaust oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> never do it just don't it's just like uh it's it's really it's tough because there were so many panels that had potential, yeah. but there was just one person on it who just was taking that train and driving it straight into the fucking ground. It only, just like a party, it only takes one person to ruin a party yeah, of, of infinite amounts of people. Yeah. You know, you could be at the biggest, coolest concert in the world in a world, and there's one guy hanging from the rafters with his pants down and like, uh-oh, he <laughs> ate Taco Bell earlier. <laughs> Get ready for diarrhea, everyone in the front row. Concert yeah. ruined, you know? Yeah, or it the happens. one guy who throws a water bottle on stage and it hits the singer and he storms off and you're like great now we're all fucked because you're an asshole i know someone who knocked out a singer with a can of pepsi (laughs) i don't know what band it was like modest mouse or something oh sad they're just sad artists (laughs) yeah they're so sad already and then here comes like pepsi max or whatever (laughs) and what's their logo it's like live young or something and he's just fucking boomed right to the chin that sucks yeah so We've talked about it before. Yeah. When you go to panels a lot, or when you go to Comic-Con a lot, Comic-Cons, conventions, what the fuck ever, the one thing that keeps you coming back for more should be the panels. Yeah, because they're an interactive experience that you do with your friends, and your friends are the reason cons are good. Yep. And panels are also a place where you make friends. Oh, I'm sitting next to you. You're cool, and you like this thing I like also. We're talking now. Also, guys and girls, a good way to meet someone you want to date is in a panel at Comic-Con. That's like a really appropriate place to afterwards be like, oh, you really like them? I like them too. What's your favorite so-and-so? Yeah. What's your favorite supernatural monster? Just kidding. We're both into supernatural. I don't talk to girls because I'm socially awkward <laughs> as fuck. I'm just... Oh by God. the way, I like that uh, our friend who is the artist and she's like so good at everything, but she's way into supernatural, so it balances out. 
There's no such thing as perfect, you guys. Yeah, yeah. She's, so, she's got a hot tub. She's pretty. She's artistic, <laughs> but she's in the supernatural. I'm good. <laughs> um, oh, man. We <laughs> love just you, kidding, Chelsea. everyone who likes supernatural, <laughs> except for that I'm not. <laughs> So that was that's like our spiel on the panels. I wish that there had been more moderation and that entertaining. Your fucking panel straight up didn't even have a moderator. Our moderator didn't show up. Yeah. And then the guy next to me tried. And to his credit, he tried, but he didn't do well. I should have moderated it. It's okay. He was great. And if for some weird act of God, someone on my panel is listening, I genuinely enjoyed all of you. The void guy, if you're listening, you're super weird. And I did, <laughs> I did fuck with you by saying that I thought you said everyone should go to the noid.com and you got mad at me. You know what? The Noid is funny. Fuck you forever. You should buy The Noid and then just do a knockoff <laughs> of Hit the Void. Just do everything all <laughs> fucked up and misspelled. Oh, my gosh. He was... I mean, he doesn't need my approval. He's famous, right? Yeah. Hell yeah, man. Cool. Cool. Oh yeah, swimming in the pussy. Um, so let's go to our next topic of the con, uh, the cosplayers. Oh, absolutely. This was the first time in a while that Comic-Con finally with their hands tied behind their back and beaten a little bit were like I guess we'll bring cosplayers yeah. local cosplayers featured cosplayers mm-hmm. that just they did happen to also be local yeah it's you know isn't it funny how Comic-Con or Salt Lake has some of the most well-known international cosplayers and yet they're like uh, go fuck yourself ladies yeah our convention has like a weird thing with cosplayers and obviously it's because it's it's because one all professional cosplayers are female, and that is because ladies are fun to look at, mm-hmm. fun to talk to, mm-hmm. and interesting, and most of the female fandoms cross over. Men really, really, really love female fandoms. Women really, really love female fandoms. If you're really good at dressing like Batman, you only have so much crossover, and also people can only give so many fucks about that. Yeah. So women are professional cosplayers. That's the reality. And guess what? Women, hot babes. They are hot They're babes. nailing it. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Let them keep doing that. But we live in Salt Lake City. Yeah, we live in Utah. Where hot babes are banished. They're, you know, being a hot <laughs> woman, dancing, and music are all illegal in the state of Utah. <laughs> so it's interesting. Yeah. Um, and rumor has it that a lot of um, other typically, like, they do a mix of sexy and armor, you know, cosplayers yeah. are... Not banned, but they're never going to come to Utah because they refuse to. They don't want to like incur. I'm pretty sure they're just It's not that they're like banning it, but they just don't want to like encourage the view that Comic-Con is sexy. Like they're literally avoiding that in the entirety of Comic-Con being sexy. Men, women, whatever. Doesn't matter. They just don't want sex to be a part of Comic-Con in any way, shape or form. Yeah. And so... Um, Which is tough when, you know, more than 75% of women represented in comics tend to be sexier. Even the men. I mean, 98% of all men in comics are crazy sexy, too. Like when your shirt's off or your shirt's low cut. Fucking Kylo Ren has an eight pack. (laughs) Yeah, he's shredded. (laughs) Come on. It's, you know, and then the argument is like oh then make it you know censor it you know wear a shirt under it redo it so that it works for you Mm. fuck you what if i want to do a comic book accurate supergirl you know or power girl and it's a shorter outfit and also so what it's hot 
I don't cares? get why yeah. that's anyway. We know what their line of thinking is. Yeah. And it has to do with like the the people here who are adults are so out of fucking touch that one, they want everything to be family friendly. Yeah, go fuck and yourself. Two, they think that comic books and kids are still like intrinsically linked. And while kids love comic book characters, it's more about cartoons. Adults have always been the people who buy yeah. and read comic books. It's an adult hobby. No kid in the fucking world can afford comic books. No, not in the ways that I do. Yeah. <laughs> like, if you're if you're an adult and you don't understand that comics are for adults, you've never tried to buy a comic book. Yeah, in your you've life. never walked into a comic book store. And therefore, why are you in charge of anything to do with comic? Yeah, like get the fuck out. Sit the fuck down. Calm the fuck down. It's it's frustrating and annoying and someone on the Salt Lake Comic Con group brought this up and I'm paraphrasing, but they were like, when you sit there and spew that it's family friendly, don't try to alter that into like, you now have to fit my narrow compass of morality. Yeah. yeah like of totally. what I think is morally right. My personal opinions and views that doesn't mean family friendly yeah because some of these girls most of them actually not some all of these girls who even though they may come in things that are more revealing and innately sexy they're still following the rules that's how they got through the doors in the first place just because it makes your dick hard and uncomfortable doesn't mean you have to shit on it for everyone else vampirella is technically family friendly she's just wearing a borat speedo yeah you know she's just (laughs) going to the pool no for real though yeah how is she any i know that she's like slightly less covered than most two-piece swimsuits but in all honesty like you if you're not getting arrested for indecent exposure then it is family friendly yeah it's literally I've seen bathing suits. Babs Bunny that are worse. is sexual. Yeah. You know, kid. when I was a kid, like, I wanted a piece. Of Babs Bunny. Yeah. That, and co- she's that look. fucking really good at basketball. Which is weird and confusing now that I'm an adult. You're like, but rabbits, I have a thing for them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, any, any, I don't know. It's any, just like, God forbid you have to have a conversation and be a parent. God forbid you have to address your own fucking issues with sexuality. That's yeah. And that's the issue is that most issues are not black and white. No, they're varying shades of gray. And to explain to your children that things are varying shades of gray. Like, yeah, it is not appropriate to be Vampirella 100% of the time, but here it is appropriate. Can you not explain to your son? Like, listen, yes, women dress like this and it's fine, but we are like a, people who have traditions and we're not as into that but she is and that's okay and you can look at her and you don't have to feel bad because you have feelings but you should understand that we do things differently and then you those expectations she sets may not be for you or for women who are part of our culture like that adult conversation that i just made up and did on the fly in less than a couple minutes you can't fucking do that no they can't i am a champion parent that will never have a baby (laughs) and that's why yeah so it was um basically it was really great to see Megan and Joni and Alkali and Whitney and then of course like Dez, Aaron, Shelby, Mike it was and Ashley it was so fucking great seeing you guys yeah, yeah. there you're all the best you're all the best and I'm I'm super hot you're all so hot yeah yeah all of Mike, you you look great <laughs> yeah Mike you representing male cosplay it was refreshing to see you all there it was refreshing to see comic-con acknowledging you so many happy people talking to them too yeah you guys were some of the most packed booths all day long yeah yeah because even like (laughs) even celebrities who are there visiting were like oh my god 
the the booth girls, the con girls, like the cosplay girls, packed. Yeah, fucking packed the whole time. It's great. It's like, hey, I oh oh, I get to just go talk to a talented artist who's beautiful. Yeah, I'm gonna do that. Yeah, you know, if you're a regular person, that's a great opportunity. Why would you not? And then of course the girls who are like quote unquote too sexy. One of the days they were Disney princesses, crazy popular with kids. Yeah. You know, it's like, yeah, f- go f- go die in a fire. Yeah, you know? yeah. Anyway, you guys were all so great, and the, it was really cool to see cosplayers. I wish that we brought in more out-of-town cosplayers that have legit fandoms on the internet that just people don't agree. get to see. Jessica Negri, we want you so bad. Yeah, God, that, Comic-Con, just let her boobs in. Let them in. It's not going to destroy <laughs> the city. Let, just let one in, and the other can stay outside with me, okay? <laughs> yeah. You know, just like, let, let's what? compromise. What do they? What do they expect? They? It's like God forbid, Jessica Negri's boobs come into that Salt Palace convention floor. I'd like to see her boyfriend too. Oh my God! Yeah, <laughs> we're totally being dicks. Like, oh, Jessica Negri's boyfriend. I know he's fake nerd boy. I don't know his name. I don't remember he's his name. Funny and but cool. he's funny, and it would uh, just be so great to have them here and the energy and the fun, just overall fun that they bring. But God for fucking bid, you know, just like cosplay your friends panels that's why you continue coming to comic-con also one thing to say big cosplayers they're like celebrities that are in that create all this buzz you know and make people excited and like really pump everyone up and make everyone happy but they're on the con floor consistently they really change the vibe yeah when there's a, a person that popular like in the middle of the con floor and not just in the celebrity section and they're there to be social and they're paid to talk to everyone the whole time it really creates like this positive buzz that changes the atmosphere in the room absolutely and comic-con is missing that yeah they definitely are because the celebrities are unobtainable. Yeah, yeah. They're real out of the way. We weren't even allowed to... Last year, we could go into the, like, refreshment zone. Yeah. This year, they were like, oh, yeah, you guys are scumbags. Get out of yeah, here. Yeah, you can fucking you look from afar. You can't go near Jason Momoa. No which, fucking way. I mean, to their credit, they yeah. should not let us near Good Jason call. Momoa. Good call. They just heard me talk about Jason Momoa once. They were like, <laughs> nope, take that fucking black mark off of her wristband. She's not allowed back there. See, they just look over and I'm literally jacking off to a cardboard <laughs> like cutout of him in comic Foaming from the mouth. Oh, I get it. You know, they weren't wrong, but I'm not saying it was right. Um, anyway, um, give them love. Tell Comic-Con that you like having cosplayers there yeah, yeah. or else they will fucking stop. I promise you they will stop. The moment that you stop paying attention and think that it's a normal they'll drop it off and keep hassling them for famous cosplayers um liana vamp now has a tv show totally rad. where they're doing a cosplay contest i would love to see her again and nicole marie jean and fucking of course the queen of cosplay jessica negri get her here it's insulting that we haven't keep keep it coming just yeah. more fucking negri, cosplayers. please negri please <laughs> Um, yeah. And as much as we are like, neg- it sounds like we're being negative and we are being a little bit of a complaining. Uh, this is a little complaining, but if you're going to say something out loud though, like, yeah, we're, be- we're saying this stuff cause it's our observations and it's the podcast and we're goofing, we're goofing. Yeah. But like, if you're going to say something for real, like at people be positive, don't say what you don't want. Tell Comic-Con what you do want. Yeah. You know, you don't want to be yet another person. The, the people who say what they don't want are the same people who are like, too many butts at Comic-Con. Ugh, you yeah. want to be the person who's like, let's get at least one of Jessica Negri's tits into Comic-Con. <laughs> yes, please. You know, and then I'll guard the other one. <laughs> you can tell her I said that. Um, <laughs> I'll let her know. The vendor floor was great. 
They yeah. had like a pretty good variety. The setup was different. Yeah. The I th- setup was different. I thought it was good. You thought it was good. I thought it was weird. I thought it was weird because, of course, the cosplayers were spread all over the place, put by a bathroom in a food court, which made no sense to me. Yeah, um, one one group was the food court and the other group was the bathroom. I was like, sure, why not? I guess that's fine. Um, there were like three, two or three rows dedicated to authors and their books. Which is super cool, but not what we're into. Yeah. But I am glad to see they're bringing, at least those authors weren't selling books about Funko Pop dolls. Yeah. Jesus H. Christ. There were not as many Funko Pop dolls, which was refreshing. Yeah, there was a big- And I love Funkos. Don't even get me the fuck wrong. I love Funkos. But when you see the same exact shit 17 times, taking up booth space that could go to actual artists or people mm-hmm. who contribute to the fucking conversation. There like, was a, goddamn. There was a ton of like jewelry, um, art, like leather. There was a lot of different stuff. I wasn't way into everything that was there. They didn't have a lot of like board gaming stuff, which was a bummer. Yeah, you were trying to get what weird vintage board games yeah usually there are booths that have vintage board games and i always snag some stuff up but they didn't have any there were two or three actual game booths in the whole entire convention and they were weak they were like selling munchkin just like nine copies of the same type of munchkin terrible <laughs> game so that was that was an issue because not even board games but if you're thinking about like i don't know fucking uh nintendo old school nintendo games and shit like that yeah yeah they're one booth selling old school nintendo so that so, sucks yeah it was good though i uh, props to them for changing it up even though i wasn't personally what real into everything i thought they did way better than last year where it was like literally nine major funko pop vendors and then like that's it and like two comic book stores were represented yeah, it was crazy. It was Last year's vendor floor was terrible. It was way terrible. Also, this year, what the the highlight for me was the LASIK eye booth, which <laughs> had the two most dead-eyed motherfuckers <laughs> I've ever seen in my life just sitting in the LASIK eye booth like, we've made a terrible mistake. <laughs> and you could tell that they were so unhappy. There was no childlike wonder left in either of them. <laughs> and they were just like... Oh my God, we're here for eight hours, two days, and we want to die. Everyone smells. There were there was the LASIK booth, and then there was the L. Ron Hubbard yeah, those, Incognito Scientology yeah, booth. Those Stay woke, everybody. Because they're like out for victims. Yeah, they're like, hell yeah. You know who's on board for Zilu or what the Zenu. fuck ever? Zenu and, and the Thetans and going clear. Yeah, yeah. These fucking nerds. Yo, dog, you trying to go clear? Yeah. Oh my I god. I am not in fact trying to go clear. Nope. Yeah, they were doing a um fictional a science fiction contest which is like a fun way of saying give us your work and then let us <laughs> convince you to join our cult. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm yeah. pretty sure everyone who entered the science fiction writing contest with the L. Ron Hubbard booth won, quote unquote, yeah, and got everyone's an email that a winner. was like you're the champion writer of all time. Come check out what the deal is with your Thetans. Yeah. You know? what, are, what are the machines called? Do you know? Do you remember? I don't know. I used to know. I used to have such a hard on for shitting all over Scientology, which you should because fuck cults. Yeah, they're the worst. Fuck them forever. They, are they one get of the a tax break worst. too, and they believe that we are alien slaves. It's spirit alien slaves hiding in human bodies. Okay, fuck you forever. I do, I do appreciate the audacity. <laughs> yeah, to look at a grown man in the face and be like, "Listen, there's a science fiction writer who just happened to start a religion. 
unrelated. Yeah. Okay. Un- and he told us about the alien. Listen, he smoked a lot. Yeah. But also a lot of mess. <laughs> yeah. He talked about aliens and, uh, yeah, you're full of them. You're just full of aliens. Yep. You're the amalgamation of thousands of beings that have died in the universe. And, uh, you, we got to get them out of you. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to have you hold on to a joystick. We're going to have you tell us all your deepest, dark secrets just, you know, just to help you. Don't mind me writing down and recording them and filming yeah. you. That's fine. Uh, don't talk to anyone who doesn't believe you. Um, Tom Cruise is also our god. Welcome <sighs> to Scientology. We got to start a cult. It's, it's where so all the money easy. is. It's so fucking it's where easy. The, I'm like talking about maybe we should start a Patreon because I'm so broke, but I'm thinking the cult is I the way to go. I think a cult is the best way. Oh, our Let cult us would know. have so much sex. Dude, we would literally be like... It, we wouldn't be the left-hand path or the right-hand path. We would be like the, I don't know, underwear path. The Un- underwear path. Under path. Under boob path. Under butt path. Path. <laughs> all know. paths, all, all roads lead to genitals. Yeah, that's a beautiful book. There you go. That's a fucking, that's a rom-com. Look for it in theaters, <laughs> 2018. Will uh-huh. she or won't she? <laughs> All roads lead to genitals. <laughs> Jenny, Jenny didn't know she'd find love at summer camp. Oh, God. <laughs> Oh my God! Starring that, Renee Zellweger as yeah, all characters. Yeah. <laughs> Renee Zellweger and fucking Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> oh, all these man. motherfucking roads lead to all these motherfucking genitals. <laughs> Coming was that to a you trying to you. do snakes in a plane? No, yeah. I was. I could have gone for it harder, but I didn't <laughs> want to. I'm not a master of accents this week. So half-assed. Ugh. Okay, there's your there's your convention floor. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so we talked about basically the con- bring back the wrestlers, bring back the wrestlers. Oh my god, they bring, had, bring back the hungry, hungry hippo. They had professional wrestlers one year. I want firstly, I won the hungry, hungry hippos tournament. Fucking champion! Congratulations, right here. congratulations, thank you. thank you. It is serious. They had the saddest corner of a gaming section yeah. at the front. One hundred percent, My Little Pony cards. It was embarrassing. Yeah. Um. It, and then uh, I bring back the wrestling. They had the wrestlers last. That they had year. the fucking stands set up with filled with people just standing around, staring because of off diabetes. into diabetes. <laughs> Get the bleachers and just watch your fellow man slowly <laughs> cruise around eating funnel cake, just like developing diabetes for <laughs> sure. No joke. Like they had the area still where the wrestling was and the bleacher set up, but <laughs> it was just people watching. Dude, how do you get so tired at Comic Con you can't <laughs> stand anymore? That's what I want to know. Every single half of the people on that bleacher were just guys trying to hide their boners and their sweatpants. <laughs> yeah. Oh, saddest uh, bleachers ever. Ugh, okay. So um there was tattooing on the vendor floor. Not a lot to say there, but really cool of Comic Con. Yeah, do. way cool to do. Um, Again, props on switching it up. With the yeah, floor. absolutely. It's like really fun to watch you contradict yourself. So I'm about it. Yeah, yeah. Bring the tattooing back to Comic Con. Uh, if only an, a mostly naked chick was tattooing. Damn. That would be the amalgamation of everything we want. There's a coffee shop in um, Portland that's lingerie models. A, they're all over the place. Oh man, Trust I follow me, them on Instagram. I know the hashtags. <laughs> I'm so about it. I'm like, how fucking cool is that? Our real girls on Reddit is where you find them. Hell yeah. 
Yeah, everyone. I have a problem. (laughs) I like naked women. Um, (laughs) You had, uh, so let's move on. Uh, The end of the evening, we've walked the floor. Uh, Then you have your panel, The Witch. Yeah. Feminist interpretation of The Witch. A feminist reading of the witch, yeah. but really reading means interpretation. A, a critical, re- well, some the word critical and feminist were in it. Anyway. The it's whole, about the witch. Yeah, the whole point is it's a panel of, of women mm-hmm. interpreting the witch with a feminist bias. Yes. So you're like, you're trying to talk about the feminist themes in the witch as you see them. Yep. It was, um, it was pretty interesting. And there were a lot of different voices on the panel. I everyone you know there were there was one person who was kind of taking it off and in her own way she was basically mansplaining to everyone on the panel how their views were wrong and how she was the only right one because she believes that taking over an hour to get ready is like against the laws of vagina I don't know it was super strange her her point could have been done better the idea is that women feel pressured by society to wear makeup, but also women like to say that they don't wear makeup for anyone else, just themselves. Yeah. So a lot of people are like, which one fucking is it, ladies? Do you feel pressured or do you do it for yourself? The reality is it can be... It's a mix of, of everything. It's a mix of everything. It was... Um, it all comes back down to, I think the summary is like, you don't have to shit on anyone to bring yourself up. Yeah. You know, just because someone believes you can be a feminist who, who likes getting ready. You can also be a feminist who doesn't shave or shower. I am both of them. Yeah. It's like, you could, I mean, I do. I, here's the, the, the issue with her was that she kept like derailing and getting like emotional and weird. Yeah. I was kind of on her side because of course, as a fucking super weirdo, mm-hmm. I'm a person who's like, whenever anyone from any, any type of background, feminist, uh, fucking mra nazi uh communist capitalist libertarian straight edge whatever you are Mm -hmm. if you fucking are like oh i feel pressured because of society i'm gonna tell you to go fuck yourself you're a weakling yeah don't be a fucking weakling oh society made me well i don't feel sorry for you you deserve to feel bad and that's a really extreme opinion (laughs) and it sucks but it's how i personally live my life I try not to project it onto others, but when I hear women say, well, I feel pressured to be skinny. Well, go fuck yourself. Don't. Just don't. Yeah. You know? Be however you want to be. Like, maybe be just be mentally tougher. I know it's unfair, but it's how I feel personally about myself. So it's hard for me not to project onto others. Yeah. So when she was saying that, I was like, I'm on your side, crazy lady. <laughs> like, yeah. But I'm also on the other lady's side because she was very beautiful and she looked like she liked to get ready. Like I said... You can all enjoy wearing makeup and do it for yourself and also feel pressured to do it. Those yeah. two things aren't mutually exclusive. It was fu- it was almost hypocritical where she was like, you know, smash the box that society puts you in. And then she's like, but, but here's my own box. Yeah, but you she know? was like, I live in the box, but only my exceptions to the rules are important. Yeah, that was that's what's frustrating. Yeah, that's that's what it is when you flush it out. Um, other than that, it was it was pretty cool. Um, you killed it. Thanks. It was it was uh tough to stay PG. Mm-hmm. It was not <laughs> You said you said Yeah, we said over yeah, I said butt sex in the you, intro. You said the F word also. I said fuck a lot. It's how can you talk about the witch and not be 
an 18 and over panel. It's an R-rated movie. Super R-rated. It's a, a baby way- gets made into guacamole yes. immediately. Yes. How could we forget? Guacamole and you hear it smish smash. Never forget guacamole <laughs> baby. <laughs> That's a dick being a baby dick being squashed up. You know, with a pedal and mortal, yeah, whatever yeah, the fuck yeah. it's called. Come on. The movies are, the panel was not 18 and over. I feel like if it was, I I think me and Danielle were kind of like shaking out the like nervousness to get adult and to get a little deeper. Totally. And they you had so much resistance that the panel became you and Danielle being like, Satanism is cool. The themes in this movie are dark and yeah. satanic and, and witches are are uh, do black magic. And this is kind of what feminism, this is a weird part of feminism. Like this is about power yeah. and, and perception. And everyone else was like, oh, but what about Tumblr? You know? Yeah. And you're just like, no, fuck Tumblr. These bitches <laughs> yeah. do magic. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's It's tough. Even like I remember on Women's Day, my Instagram blowing up with um a picture, a drawing of a bunch of witches circling around a fire or a cauldron. And it was like, we are the daughters of the witches who couldn't burn or we are the granddaughters of the witches who couldn't burn. And I was just like, oh, my God, that's that's the witch. You yeah. know what I mean? That is like I'm a fucking badass. It's nasty, witchy woman. And. That's what makes me awesome. It's not like Satan is the patriarchy and God is the patriarchy and I was forced into A or B. It's like, no, I chose to be radical. You know what I mean? People, Yeah, people on your panel, besides you and Danielle, were kept bringing up that Satan represents patriarchy. And then other people ask questions. Firstly, Satan is not a man or a woman. Yeah, it's... he or she is neither. Unless you're Mormon and believe that Satan is Jesus' yeah. brother, which is a whole other thing. Yeah, that's a whole other thing. <laughs> he, he's an angel who is an androgynous, by the way. Mm-hmm. And and also, um, nothing is forbidden. Everything is permitted. Satan is all things at once. But if they had let you speak about Satanism or magic for or witchcraft, yeah. which the whole panel's about, mm-hmm. you know, for any amount of time, they would have accidentally or you would have told them that Satan doesn't rule over you. Mm-hmm. God is like, this is where you go and this is what you do. Let me take you there. I am the way. I, yeah. am, I am the light. I Only through me do you get to places. Yeah. And Satan is like, here's the path. Walk yeah. it by yourself. Yeah. Figure it out yourself. Exactly. Do what you want. He well, he even says the way in the fucking witch, he's like, wouldst thou like to live deliciously? He's not being like, do you want to jump in a pile of donuts? He's being like, hand out onto the universe. Pick what you want. Do what you want. Make your own future. Make your own choices. He never said to her, now you worship me. Yeah, yeah. Now you follow me and my guidelines. The fun thing about Satan, no rules, no guidelines. And even Danielle tried to bring up Levian Satanism. Ooh, which, triggered. Yeah, everyone got so triggered. Yeah, the one girl was shook. Yeah, because Levian <laughs> Satanism, besides being sprinkled with sex magic, which it rules, um, was, it's also, if I'm paraphrasing in summary, the tenets of Levian Satanism, it's basically don't be a dick you have free will and free agency as long as you are not hurting yourself or others and everything is consensual rock yeah. on everyone's body is a temple unto themselves yep um science over is science and reason over superstition always yep never fucking worship anyone 
You are your proponent. Yeah. Like consent just always. Consent always. Science always. Don't be a dick is basically Levian Satanism. Yeah. And she tried to bring that up because it was the idea of Satan was getting so warped that she was like, no, 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 no. Satan is not a guy. Satan is not the patriarchy. Satan is everything. Yeah. Yeah. That's why it's so interesting. And if you could have had this conversation, but they didn't want to the witch. Yeah. The witch guacamole to baby to fly. Yeah. That doesn't mean every witch needs to guacamole babies. That's the whole point. Satan is like, here's the path, and then now you walk it, and whatever you do, you do. Yeah. That particular woman was a bad woman. Mm-hmm. She made gua- She did end up helping the main character, but that doesn't mean she wasn't evil. Yeah. She's clearly evil. It's funny because in real life, evil people can do nice things. It's mm-hmm. confusing, but it happens. That doesn't mean that Thomason, at the end of the movie, when she becomes a witch or says, yes, I would like to live deliciously, is enthralled to the devil or even evil. She mm-hmm. could strike out using power, be a witch, and not be evil. She doesn't have to guacamole babies. She could be a witch that doesn't guacamole babies. The whole point is that she's in control no matter what. Yeah. Despite accepting the deal, like, yeah, I'll try some devil power. Yeah. Give it to me. Well, isn't that just like chaos magic? You don't have to come on everything to do it. You can do it. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, it's probably better if you mush up the baby dick into guacamole so you can fly on a broomstick, but you don't have to. Exactly. It is better, but you don't have to. I highly recommend that you guacamole one baby (laughs) to fly. You just fly one time. Yeah, just once. Give it a try. You You, never know if you don't try. You fly one time, you rob a bank. Now you don't have to guacamole anybody. You got a lot of money. You can just buy real guacamole. You're living the high life. Or you can buy (laughs) pre-made baby guacamole and just fly some more. You get that from Mexico. God damn. There's the <laughs> witch, you guys. <laughs> uh, but you, you killed it. You tried to like talk about these really adult, like intense themes where you were like, no, she's a witch. She's powerful. She has choice. Satan isn't in charge. And no one listened. But you were dope. I was fucking... Thanks. Every time you talked, I was like, ah, metal. Thanks. And then someone else was just like, mm, Tumblr is I'm on people are mean to me on the internet because I'm a woman and yeah. I'm like yeah everyone's mean to everyone on the internet please talk about your movie yeah I don't I guess it's my my summary is like uh Satanism empowers me not because I believe if I was if I was to believe in Satan I would have to believe in God I don't believe in God so I don't believe in Satan but I believe in what Satanism represents which is power to your own free will yeah. that Satan- you are your own individual satan is the idea of power the idea of of going against the grain and walking your own path of illuminating truths that are uncomfortable of of being able to do the wrong thing always and not feeling guilty but choosing to do the right thing not because of guilt or shame or consequences but because it's genuinely the right thing to do for you and for others yep satanism is the idea that there are no hard rules. Murder is okay sometimes. You see someone murdering someone else, murder them first. No one's holding that against you. Yeah. You know, there are very few, th- like there's, it's all gray. And yeah, the idea I was is, gonna say. Satan says, you're an adult. I'm not going to hold your hand. I'll show you things. And now you're in charge. Yeah. Now you figure it out. Hopefully you are educated enough or smart enough or willing exactly. enough or understanding enough to interpret this in a way that is right. But at the end of the day, there is no right. It's all up to you. Yeah. Um, But when you are a dick and you die because of it, well, that's, 
what was yeah. going to happen. Yeah. It's like people say like uh, God is like the parent that like helicopters over you and doesn't let you have sleepovers and like looks at your internet history and won't let you have a phone till you're 19 yep. and like is insane. And then people think Satan is like the parent who's like, come over and have orgies at my house. I'll drink with you. Yeah, guys. yeah. it's better if you drink here. Yeah, no, Satan is more like the parent who's like, okay, don't drink, but if you're going to, be honest with me about it and, like, tell me what you're going through and is, like, open with you and who you're not afraid to come to for help. But uh, it but is clear that, like, yeah, you are in charge. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, it's a long thing. We're going to talk about it. Satanism Yeah, we eventually. have to do a whole episode about Satan. Modern-day Satanism because it's the most fucking feminist thing out there and it was hurting my little heart that they were shitting all over it yeah it just sucked i mean as a person who like identifies kind of as a satanist it's funny when you're like i'm an atheist but i'm a satanist and i'm jewish and all those three of those things actually go together yeah they're not (laughs) three of all three are not mutually exclusive they're like you can overlap i'm sure like a venn diagram it's so confusing to people there is a venn diagram and i'm like weirdly there in the middle (laughs) um uh, yeah, so that was cool. I mean, you did great on the panel. You did your best. I heard some people being like, oh, I'm going to look up Satanism afterwards. So Good. Come to the dark side. We have education. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> um, and uh, let's see. Adventures in Podcasting was the yeah. next panel. We went right after my panel. It was super cool that um, Henry and Marcus came to the witch panel, which also breaks my heart that we couldn't like hurrah for Satan for I them. Know. You d- you didn't embarrass yourself though. At Thanks. least I mean they saw you being fucking cool, which is cool. Thanks. I was just like I'm, you know, saying's cool guys. So they came to our panel, then we went to their panel right afterwards, which was Adventures in Podcasting, and it had um, all the guys from last podcast. It had the two girls from Stuff You Missed in History class. Um, the guy moderating was from Full of Sith, and then the other guy who did he was Thought he Bubbles. Thought something, yeah, something bubbles. It's a pop culture. He podcast. was really nice. I'm all sad we don't remember him. Yeah, I'm I like sad him. as well. He was cool. I'm um, sure his podcast is cool. Yeah, he does radio stuff. He was a cool guy. Um, basically, if I was to summarize this po- this panel, um, it was tough. Not a lot of, <laughs> let's just put it this way. Not a lot of other podcast. We didn't know this either. And I've talked to other podcasters. Even we have... Not a lot of other podcasters are having adventures. Whatever we're doing, maybe the last podcast of the Left Guys are also doing. We're having adventures. The other people didn't have a lot of adventures to talk about. Also, the other people aren't nearing a million downloads a week. Yeah, the other people are not traveling the world. And the other people don't have... Uh, an actual historian technically Marcus is a historian at this yeah. point he's yeah, yeah. A, a not not just he's a professional historian that's his job mm-hmm. you know and then two professional seasoned like television comedians yeah uh, we may hate Fox News but Ben is on Fox News yeah he's on Fox <laughs> he's News radio he's got credentials fucking they're on Adult Swim they've both done TV like Ben opens for people as big as Jeff Ross yeah you know these guys are legit touring comedians who like can record albums if they want yeah they're actually famous so these other podcasters who are like medium fish in a small salt lake pond and they're doing the thing i was talking about where you're like this is this this panel's a big opportunity for you no it's not no Mm -hmm. one cares yeah and they were there to have a good time and i like all of them but then the podcast the last podcast guys are like bigger than life Mm -hmm. they have actual fans Mm -hmm. henry and ben are 
fucking crushing jokes. Yep. Everyone else is kind of getting left in the dust. And they were not happy about it. Yeah, they were shook. It was clear as day that <laughs> everyone else on that panel, besides the one cool guy, the yeah, pop culture guy. Bubbles guy. Everyone else was triggered. Yeah. Their, their faces went to annoyed. And like, I'm not trying to be a cunt, but a majority of the people in that panel were there to see last podcast talk about their adventures in podcasting. Hey, I feel for those other podcasters i get it if we were up there they wouldn't want to hear about our adventures either but also i would have understood like i'll say what i need to say when i'm asked but i'm not going to step on anyone's toes and they're not here to see me i see that the show is more important than us and i would have just the content the content and i would have looked over at the last podcast guys and i would have been like i guess i'm a fan today yeah you know and i would have just been on board with everyone else yeah what what shouldn't have happened which did happen was a guy who gets up there so they're asking the audience questions and this guy is clearly socially awkward and it took every ounce of confidence he had in him to get up to that microphone god bless that guy he is the coolest he's like hey last podcast i'm such a big fan thank you so much for coming out immediately the moderator shits on him and is like hey man how about we get to the question and this kid gets immediately flustered to the point where Marcus stepped in and was like, hey, man, it takes a lot to get up here and get on a microphone and speak in front of a few people. You're doing great, kid. Like, you're yeah. doing great, guy. He was so he was obviously so excited to meet people who are genuinely heroes of his mm-hmm. who and he said he worked nights. He listens to them over and over again at night. So they're obviously helping him get through a job that's probably tough. Yeah. He's working at night. They're they're one of the his only things that are helping him get through stuff i totally know what that's like yeah he's totally fanboying he's meeting these people who mean so much to him they're being kind to him so he's like oh it's all real it's all happening yeah and then some guy he doesn't know who's just frustrated that he's not famous yeah is like hey why don't you spit out the question it was the equivalent of being like spit 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 it out junior yeah it was so cringy to the point when someone like marcus has to step in has to put his professional to the side and be like hey don't bully this kid yeah sorry yeah. that he's not asking you a question right now he, and he even said like i like your podcast man but to you guys yeah you guys have changed my fucking world and it was it was really tough as a bystander to watch blatant bullying because gatekeeping yeah <laughs> because you're fucking I don't know. D- Dick isn't being sucked. You know what I mean? Like, oh, because no one wanted to talk to you in particular, you're going to shit on the whole fucking panel now and everyone yeah. in it. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, it kind of was a bummer. I mean, it every the and the uh, the other two ladies were really nice on the podcast or not podcast as the panel was happening, but they also seemed flustered and frustrated with the jokes and the adult content. I mean, you know what are you going to do? It was a really good panel. Yeah, it was a good panel. And honestly, there's a part of me that really, really, really enjoyed the train wreck of I did watching as well. them interact with the other podcasters. I kind of loved it. I, I did as well. I'm, I'm, I, if I could go back in time and remove them, I wouldn't. I'd leave them in. I, yeah, you have to. I'd maybe save that kid from being awkward, but that's yeah. the only thing. Other than that, it was it was actually really great, and they handled it well despite the hiccups 
that yeah. were the other panelists. So we ended the night. We uh, we went and partied. It was fun. We were out till like three in the fucking morning. What what are you cosplaying the next day? The next day, I am in a group which includes your wife mm-hmm. of um, Punk Marvel, and I was Mary Jane. Yeah, you looked great. You fucking Thank killed you. it. Your vest was awesome. My wife was Loki. There was Black Widow. There was Silk. There was Black Widow, um, Gwen Stacy, Captain America, Captain America, me, Magneto, Mag- no Quicksilver, Quicksilver yeah, yeah. and Wolverine and Phoenix. Yeah, just all butts. So great. You guys are awesome. I loved it. Um, I like butts. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, shout out again to Chelsea for finishing my vest and Rachel's vest because our printer wasn't working. It was a big fucking deal. You saved the day, girl. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Again, Chelsea, you're so awesome. Thank God you watch Supernatural. <laughs> it really balances things out. Okay. Um, the first panel of the day, uh, I slept through your first panel because yeah. I am a terrible fucking friend. I literally woke. I had an alarm. I woke up, but I just went back to bed. Y'all ever do that? Yeah. Where you don't remember turning off your alarm? That's Every day. That's how tired I was. Oh, no, I get it. <laughs> we This panel, I was so tired the night before from going out that I looked at Tyler and I was like, because um, he was also going to cosplay that day. He didn't on Friday. He was cosplaying on Saturday as Gary from Your Pretty Face is Going to Hell. Such a good show. Everyone should watch it. It's on Adult Swim. Go look it up on the internet. It's amazing. Um, so he was going to do that and I was going to help him with it and I was like, there's no way I'm waking up at six in the morning <laughs> to get myself ready, to get you ready, to be at a panel at 10 o'clock in the morning. When we literally got home at three. Yeah. Like, no, fuck you forever. So I, t- this was the most low key fucking Comic Con we've ever done. We weren't getting up super early and rushing around. It was very like go with the flow, not stressing about everything. So I said, we'll wake up. We'll go to this panel and then we'll come home and finish getting ready. Yeah. The benefits of living d- downtown, right? Ooh. Yeah. So good. And by the way, if you're wondering why I'm not talking about cosplaying, it's because I didn't cosplay once this <laughs> this Comic-Con and I'm going to do it again at the next one because it was fucking yeah. awesome. Yeah. Shane actually Ugh. experienced the most stress-free convention. Oh, dude. I was just walking around with a big old stupid fucking grin on my face enjoying myself it was so good i think this that was kind of the theme for everyone because even um heather mollard who is a local artist who's amazing usually has a booth at every comic-con and is very wildly fucking popular she was like you know what this time I'm just going to relax. Yeah. She didn't get a booth. She just hung out. I think it was this weird subconscious theme with everyone that we were all just going to take it fucking slow. Yeah. We we're going to enjoy it. We weren't going to stress out because, I mean, we didn't pay for it. But imagine if you paid for that convention and then just gave yourself a fucking ulcer. Yeah. Like, no, no thanks. totally. I mean, I've, like, thought about doing, like, a performance art piece or, like, some kind of weird art and then going to the convention and trying to sell and then performing doing like doing something really like Shia LaBeoufy and weird. Yeah. You know, um, I think I might do that coming up soon, but we'll see. I hope you do. That sounds insane. Yeah. If I get enough money to buy a booth, I mean like the thing is I might take a loss on it, but it would be really fun to do like perf- some weird performance art piece where I like talk to people or, you do uh, the bag on your head thing? Yeah, for real. <laughs> where I have like a little booth where people come and like I do something crazy and I have like 
art that I've made, and like my art is not talented. It's more about the story. So I'm not a good artist, but I am creative. So I have like weird shit. I'm excited to um, see what you do. Yeah. Stuff like throwing paint off of a mountain onto a canvas and risking my life in order to do art. You know, stupid shit That's like that. That's fun. Yeah. So um, let's. So your first panel. Oh, God damn it. Tattoos yeah. and cosplay. Yeah. So the first panel is tattoos and cosplay. Um, let me start off by saying a 10 a.m. panel blows dick. A 10 a.m. Mm. panel on the second day of Comic-Con blows even more dick just s- it mashes it guacamole yeah it's style. like you're literally baby guacamole you're gonna go fly in a forest that's how insane it is you're doing a panel called tattoos and cosplay if i'm generalizing most people who are heavily tattooed and cosplay are most likely partying until 3 a.m on mm. the fucking first night too real so no one is showing up and then for everyone who could have trickled in we were also at the same time as the psych panel, which apparently is a TV show people are way into. So, <laughs> yeah, I, not me, but is that a show like Monk? Yeah, like, yeah, Who yeah. Who the fuck watches this? And then you, they're like, he comes to Comic Con, and you're like, oh, everyone watches this, but me. Yeah, oh, every, and literally, my mom is it's like, like, hell yeah, supernatural. But I'm like, no, nah, okay, sure. So that was happening, and it sucked because we had um, great panelists in a big the biggest panel room I've ever been in where they were like projecting uh, us onto a screen. Oh man. And it was like projecting uh, you onto the screen for four people. Yeah. Literally like Tyler, Katie, a mom and dad and everyone's significant other. Like that was there. Just kidding. Nisha showed up. Oh, thank you, Nisha. I appreciate it. You were great as Robin as well. Um, there were maybe 20 to 30 people there. But this ballroom, not ballroom, this panel room could have fit easily like 200 people. Oh, man. So it was funny. If you followed me on Snapchat, you got to see it. Um, and it's and it sucked because I think we were saying a lot of really great things. And it ended up twisting not even into tattoos, but, um, you know, in general about, you know, I said it right from the get go. They were like, you know, what do you think about? people who have shit to say about your tattoos and i was like well they don't first of all (laughs) but even if they did i think it would we could all stop it if we stopped perpetuating the narrative that your worth is based on what you wear and your physical appearance or even what others think of what you yeah because i get not looking the way you want to look and then you feel bad yeah that makes sense at least in some it's not good but it makes sense yeah but when you don't like how someone else feels about you that's like on you yeah you know but again the reason one of the big reasons i probably wasn't on that panel is is because i'm a maniac and i'm the person who like screams out into the darkness that everyone who is angry about societal norms is a a fucking baby yeah yeah i'm just like tattoo your face live your life no one can control you yeah i'm like shaking women on the bus like you don't have to wear makeup if you don't want to (laughs) fuck everybody (laughs) you know i don't know i just don't care the tourette's version or schizophrenic version of like the breaker of chains Yeah, i'm a really positive schizophrenic maniac on the bus that's just tourette's all the way it's yeah and like all the questions kept bringing up like i don't know maybe i'm weird but <laughs> I almost forget that I have tattoos. I don't no, wake too. up every day and be like, oh, this is what I look like. 
I don't, it, it's not a conscious thought. Yeah. I'm just like, this is me. It's almost like I care about my hair more than my tattoos. I just don't, I don't think about them. They don't bother me. They don't bother anyone else for the most part, or at least they don't say it to my face. So why does it, it doesn't matter. I don't get any negative from it. The only negative that comes from it is when strangers think that they could grab you and touch your face and move your clothes. Yeah. Speaking of which, just for one aside, the whole I got uh, no no cosplay this time. Still got groped a lot. Yeah. Me like most almost one hundred percent by women, and like here's the thing. I don't really care, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not super bugged by it. Even even when girls who I'm not attracted to and stuff come up and touch me, I'm a really touchy person. I don't mind it. But the thing is, like, just because I don't mind it doesn't mean other guys don't mind it. Don't fucking touch people, ladies. Yeah, don't. Why, why do we have to have this conversation now? <laughs> why do you? Why do the women now need the cosplay is not consent rules guidelines? <laughs> yeah. You know, get your shit together, ladies. Stop touching, literally grabbing my dick in my pants. It's aggressive. It's really aggressive. I and mean, like, buy a dinner first. Again, Jesus Christ. I'm, I'm Be a pers- lady about it. Personally, <laughs> if you've done that to me and you're my friend, you probably just picked up on my vibes that I send out where I'm just like cool with whatever. But like, if you're a stranger, don't do that. Just fucking don't do that to people yeah, you don't, don't know. Super don't, weird. Don't touch people you don't know. Yeah. If you're, um, ugh, it's just like, what? Basically, the summary of this panel was like, do what you want with your body yeah it's your body don't give a fuck what anyone else has to say or what anyone else thinks about it because those are their opinions not yours if you're okay with waking up with yourself and looking the way you do then carry on Mm -hmm. you know what i mean and go ahead and take that attitude out of the convention right into the real world yeah with with everything do it no one cares you are a fart in the story of the world so live it the way you want as long as you are not hurting anyone else physically or emotionally if they're upset because your body is tattooed and their god says no then that's their problem just be be nice and everything will be fine yeah it's real there's literally a million other things in this world that are more pressing and important and even in the cosplay community then tattoos and cosplay. Yeah, yeah. I it's uh, anyway. I um, dare someone to come for me and uh, be like, yeah. "Your tattoos ruin that cosplay." You know what else is gonna ruin your face? My fist in yeah. it. So take that, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. I just, I can't. Uh, I just, I, I don't know. It's stupid. I mean, just to throw shade, like I, I could. I mean, obviously, I like to roast people. So mm-hmm. anyone who comes at me, I'm just like coming back hard. Yeah, hard. My new, my new favorite thing is lately. You know who's real sensitive about their eyebrows? All ladies. All <laughs> ladies. If you throw shade at people's eyebrows, they are not about yeah. it. That's the secret. Immediately tear down their eyebrows and how shitty they are. Yeah, yeah. Um. Uh. So let's see. What else? I wrote waifu pillow down. I bought a white or I didn't buy one. My wife bought a waifu pillow for our friend who is now dating that pillow. <laughs> um, Throw his name down there. Let people know. Mac Arthur. There you go. Yeah. You know, well, I just, you know, he's not single. I'm not trying to blow him up anymore. Notorious of the sad man. He's notoriously happy with his pillow. <laughs> um, so he's dating a pillow with an anime character on it now. Uh, and then also you got one. Yeah. Um, seeing their waifu pillow really inspired me, but none of the girls that they had on the pillows at the convention were really like for me. 
Yeah. So I originally searched Supersonico body pillows, was not disappointed. But then I was like, wait, if this is an option, <laughs> you know what else is? Prison school. Prison school. <laughs> a prison school body pillow where the front of it is her in her little uniform with nips showing. Yeah. And then the back of it is her in BDSM lingerie. And it is amazing. And it's 2733 on <laughs> eBay with free shipping. <laughs> Just so those of you who don't know, a waifu pillow is just like a body pillow with an anime character on it. And then what you do with that pillow is your own fucking business. <laughs> you your know? own prerogative. Yeah, yeah. You know, freedom of expression. If you want to date that pillow and take it out into public and seatbelt it in so you can get into the carpool lane, I don't know if a cop will let you do that. I doubt they're going to pull you over yeah, about it. I feel it. like they would feel bad. They would be like, you know what? Free pass. You and the lady pillow can go, sir. <laughs> So oh uh, that that was a great purchase. I'm I'm jealous of your purchase because you, f- uh, well, I guess well, we Mac, gave it away. Mac we, physically has it now, so good for him. We both want one. Get it. I know. Throw away your crusty ass old one, you fucking no, animal. It's mine. It's mine forever. I'll never get rid of it. <laughs> um. So then uh, we went to the Chaos Magic panel. Hell yeah. That Jizzles was um, Sigils. So it originally was called Last Podcast Presents Jizzles and Sigils Chaos Magic Theory from the Bottom of the Bong. Boom. Which rules 18 and over panel hosted by Last Podcast with only them. The only 18 and over panel in the whole convention that I know of. Yep. Um, And it was going to be radical, but then um, someone was like, wait, jizzles, jizzles. What the fuck does that even mean? How you don't know what jizzles means. Jizz is in the fucking word. The first third of the word is the word jizz, everyone. It might have something to do with, uh, spoiler alert, jizz. So he urban dictionaries it like, you know, a good old Mormon man. And is like, oh, wait a second. This is about cum puddles. So he immediately, within... The hour after posting it live on the app and online, emails Marcus Parks and is like, yeah, uh, this isn't going to fucking work. So then they change it to ugh, um, last podcast on the left presents sigils and candles ways to impress goths, which is, I mean, still pretty clever. They did the best is they it, could with what they had. Is it? I mean, I'm not mad about taking the bong out straight edge revenge, but like (laughs) I fucking edge watch. (laughs) So I don't know. It was good, though. Um, We will eventually do an episode on magic. Uh, For those of you who aren't aware, I have my own magical practice. Mm -hmm. I'm all about it. Like hardcore. I do a lot of meditating and a lot of magic. And I'm not sure what Noelle's up to, but it can't be not magic. Yep. I do a lot of magic. Um, It's been fun for me trying to figure my way out through it. Um, and I, it's been fun to watch Shane because I know that he's into it and then seeing all this good, awesome shit happen because you know, it I, is it's real. It's, it is real. And like what they kept bringing up was like, it's, it's like the secret next level. Like the secret is like chaos, magic light for kids. Um, you can't be like, I'm a homeless degenerate. I want to be a millionaire tomorrow. That's not how this works. You have to have your foot in the door mm-hmm. already. And then chaos magic is what is the fucking closer for you. So you yeah. have to already be there. So like for Shane and his chaos magic working successfully is like, I'm already a comedian who's funny. I'm going to put it out there that I want to be next level. I want more opportunities. He was already in that door. 
now he's getting nonstop opportunities. You know what my first my first sigil, like the first thing I wanted from Magic was headline a show to do this podcast with you. What? Yeah. <laughs> what? I thought it would be headline a show, which no, you no. did and are doing again. Yeah, yeah, I I am doing that again. But the the the, the podcast did come before the show. Oh, it did. Yeah, yeah. So crazy. Yeah, it's weird, right? Yeah. Yeah. So. I it's it's been it's super cool. Um I have been dabbling in chaos magic for a while and it's been great surprisingly even though my life seems like shit. The <laughs> fact that I'm not dead should let you know that it's working for me. Um yeah. so it's it was super awesome to hear them talk about it because the whole reason I got into it and I'm assuming you put your 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 finger was kind of on the pulse of chaos magic. Yeah. But you really got into it like I did with last podcast. Yeah, oddly enough, I um was accidentally practicing most of the tenets of Chaos Magic and was getting into uh like left-hand path stuff. Yeah. And then a lot of Chaos Magic, for those of you who aren't aware, the practical you're like, "Oh, magic, really? Fucking weirdo." But like a lot of it is just like the practicality of changing your life for the better, changing the way you see things, re- regaining your childlike sense of wonder, um changing your perceptions. Mm-hmm making things happen by actually doing things instead yeah. of just being lazy and morose visual visualization and practice it's and like, getting it's, out there it's like if the secret didn't suck fat fucking yeah. dicks anyway so i was close to it and then last podcast was like hey they basically were like you're already almost doing this yeah and to those guys credit i mean they inspired us both to podcast and to do magic yeah it's insane which have both been life-changing and awesome exactly so thanks um, guys yeah and since then um i've you know i've used magic to do all sorts of things Mm -hmm. i mean it's it's literally had a hand in fucking going to the porn convention for free yeah uh fucking uh a lot of the cool fear con um it's a comic con um headlining uh both of us being healthy i mean there's a lot of stuff that i've you know that have gone into it that it has worked so we will talk about that but like you said the last podcast inspired us both yeah and it was so cool to be then watching them do essentially a podcast even though Mm -hmm. it wasn't recorded and talk about magic the two things they inspired us to do yeah so it was like this weird like both of us there with them yeah like it came full circle yeah it definitely did come full circle and i mean shit we could even argue that like (laughs) since the i drove out to la last summer with dimples and her husband and tyler to go see last podcast because i thought and this was where you know it's a bad thought i thought they're never ever gonna come to utah Mm. i'm gonna go to la to see them and then immediately after that and after like talking to henry there i was like no they're coming to utah totally visualized it and when i heard that they were coming to utah I was telling everyone they're going to be coming to Comic-Con. They're coming to Comic-Con. Yeah. They're go- and then it happened. And it's like, that's what, you know, the power. And it wasn't just me thinking it. It was me talking to them about it. It was me tagging Comic-Con and all their shit. It was never stopping the conversation. Positive reinforcement. Exactly. It's like the term chaos magic. I wish that there was a better name for it because magic automatically is like, let me pull a rabbit out of a hat. Yeah. This is just, and the word chaos is confusing. Yeah. For people too. It's just like visualization action, you know, um, and retaining then, and visualization action, maintaining perception. Exactly. 
and um, then results. Yeah, yeah, and then and then that's always followed by results. And sometimes they aren't what you want, but there's always results. Yeah, that's the whole point. If you're not getting results, you're not putting yourself out there enough. Yeah, but just real quick aside. Chaos magic, the reason it's called chaos magic is because it's magic done by you however you see fit. Yeah. And there are loose guidelines, but mostly it's the idea that you are the end-all, be-all of your magical practice. And then there's two other types of magic, left-hand and right-hand path, where everything's very structured. Yeah. I've actually been asked to join a coven, but if am like completely i'm not against people that do that but i'm just more interested in my own thing yeah i don't want to have anyone else's agenda holding me down alistair crowley left hand path look into that if you're about it i am i think yeah. it's cool not for me but i think it's cool um yeah yeah and so and also um like we said it's not it's not necessarily about like wizardry and like shooting lightning bolts or no there is no hogwarts school of chaos magic no 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 and and also it's not but it's not not about that that's yeah. the whole point chaos magic is non-duality google non-duality your brain will explode and it's flipping it <laughs> and making it work for you exactly and we that's also where people can lose their fucking mind about it like what marcus talks about a lot is like he fucking fell down the rabbit hole of chaos magic because there are there are such loose guidelines which means you can interpret it however you want and that can mean both positive and negative yeah yeah negative and just like life if you put yourself out there bad shit can happen to you we're this is turning into the satanism and magic <laughs> episode we need to do both of those things yeah it'll happen we could literally do two hours on chaos magic right now um, but that, that panel was awesome, obviously, cause we're both fired up as fuck about yeah. magic right now. It's like, hell yeah, hell So yeah. good. And they, it was all practical. There was jokes, but they literally talked about chaos magic and how it works. And then they took some questions and related people's problems to their magical practice. And it was really good. Um, and their message is always positive. Yeah. Be positive. Uh, be proactive. Don't be reactive. Which is good. It's a good. That's good advice for anyone, no matter what you're doing. Yeah. So, um, that panel ended. Uh, that was like the end of the con for us, and it was great. Let's talk about some of the guests before we bail. Jason Momoa was there. Oh, Jason Momoa. Is he the most famous person they've ever had there? He felt like the most famous he person. Felt like it. I would say Chris Evans. Chris Evans, and then they had the girl from Underworld. Yeah, but even she was. She's third place. I would say. First place is Chris Evans, only because Chris, yeah, you're he's right. done he's, more movies. No, Chris Evans is definitely the most, like, he's definitely the most. Yeah. You're right, for sure. And then I would put Momoa, and then Stanley is sprinkled in there somewhere. Yeah. There, but Stanley doesn't create the weird buzz that Evans and Momoa did. Because was, they will get your mom's panties wet. Well, dude, everyone wants to fuck both of them. Everyone. They're those guys that are so good-looking. They're like a good-looking woman. A good-looking woman is so popular because, one, men uh, like to vote with their wallet, and they vote that hot women are a commodity. Mm -hmm. Two, women also love beautiful women because the female form is superior in yeah, all ways absolutely uh chris evans is one of those guys that's so good looking that he's like a hot chick where even guys are like even the most straight religious guys are like no i'm into him yeah i would like, fuck I'm him for sure genuinely <laughs> into him. Yeah, yeah 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 where they have like the man crush yeah and so then the buzz is so complete everyone has this weird sexual energy mm -hmm. and like we're not going to bring it back to magic but i really want to bring it back to magic yeah but there's like a this buzz this energy, oh my god if someone was to the the 
hours that the Momoa photo like photo ops were happening, if someone was to sigil that shit up, it would be so fucking charged with just jizz, with jizz, so much and sexual energy. <laughs> we could have taken over the world with that. Dude, I could just like Hadouken that energy into a lady, and then she would just gush. Yeah. <laughs> like everything, it, literally, you could feel it. You knew when the Momoa photo shoot was happening. Yeah, because I was like the room was like, Woo! we were gonna yeah. have like a Japan tsunami situation. Yeah, I mean in the con from both men women and other alike yeah. it was literally Just gonna everyone. be tsunami the beach boys would start to play in service dogs coming <laughs> everywhere they're just every every living thing in the building and he was really cool yeah he tried to walk the con floor tried Failed terribly he, he had security with him which is funny yeah cal drago with fucking security go yeah, fuck yourself these little guys they had guns probably so they cool. had to machine guns in their yeah. shirt they're like this is the only way we can protect him <laughs> um so he was there then we had um, Stanley had to bail because someone coughed in his yeah, mouth. A fucking <laughs> Stanley, Stanley, yeah, he's Stanley is basically <laughs> Bubble Boy at this point, you know. Oh someone, God. so like someone sneezed <laughs> in his general direction, and then like he started dying. <laughs> he's so old, and like I feel bad, but he's gonna die, and he's I'm gonna, not gonna be sad because that's how life works. You're like you turn ninety four. We feel die. bad at this point that we're making him live for so Dude, long. How he gets. How he takes off in a plane without the, <laughs> the subtle G-force crushing his old bones. I don't even oh know. Oh, my God. Dude, he's how a real does he live through that? Oh, my. He doesn't. That's why he hasn't gone on a plane. Just the G-force. Can you just imagine, like, his poor, soft, old skull and his face is just, like, in itself as he's, like, sucked back into the seat? Oh, he's like a cartoon character from Courage the Cowardly Dog. Yeah. Just, like, sunken in and dying. <laughs> Oh my god they just like yeah he's like he's literally like mr burns at this point it's <laughs> <laughs> like oh everything so many diseases are trying to kill him at once they can't get through yeah, they're all in they're the doorway each other oh, oh poor stanley so yay hey buddy you might have died by the time this podcast is released <laughs> i uh i love you thank for thank you for all your contributions i won't be sad when you die you're old it's your time to go yeah i feel like good, you're not sad hey, either good run man you good did a run. really good solid job. run no solid you did a great run. job i'm proud of you standing oh for that fucking run of a life yeah you're dope dude you're dope i he, will not he be video chatted in yeah he did so that's cool. I mean, yeah, or I, an impersonator. We don't know. It's wearing it. There's two dudes in a hazmat suit <laughs> setting up a webcam for him. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh Vern Troyer God. was there, who also must be as brittle as Stanley at this point. <laughs> you know what? I thought Vern Troyer was a raging racist. Isn't he from like celebrity rehab and shit on mm. VH1? You can't be that small and be a racist. <laughs> he is. He is. He's like a racist, like sex offender. And, I like, saw his sex tape. It's unfortunate. Everyone's like, bring him on over. And I'm like, don't you guys remember him from I, when he was a racist? I just, I'm, I was surprised that he commanded any amount of fame whatsoever. You, you would have to pay me to take a photo with him. Yeah, and I'm not trying to like shit on Vern Troyer. I like, am. oh, he's the small dude with the bald head. Like, whatever. No, he's, he's the dude who's an asshole. He's, he is, he's scary looking for sure. Um, so we'll just move on from him. Hey, <laughs> people loved him. There yeah, were a lot of no, there really were liked him. So he made fucking money. If yeah. we're gonna 
you know, be honest. Again, not everything is supposed to be for me. It's okay for there to be things I don't like. Yeah. I don't like a lot of things. But if you're listening to us now, this is the us podcast. <laughs> yeah, this is, so fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> and, and he is terrifying. Listen, no matter how much you think we should respect Vern Troyer, if you fucking <laughs> woke up in the middle of the night from a nightmare and then you looked over and Vern Troyer was just sitting on your bed, and you'd like, be Bee! like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> you'd kick him out the window. What? Why are oh you here? God. Terrifying. Terrifying. Okay. Um, or just imagine you're doing your laundry and you're like taking clothes out of your laundry basket and putting them into the dryer. And like as you pull the one shirt, it's just his face. He's in your laundry <laughs> oh basket. Oh, God. No! Burn it. <laughs> Burn it with fire. You There's open no your way. fridge. Vern Troyer's in there. Ooh. He's everywhere. Oh, God. No, please. No. Okay. Tara Strong was there. She's a, a, a super talented voice actress. Yep. She voices a lot of superheroes and characters we all enjoy. So she that does. was really cool. She's most notably Harley. Um, she did the Harley and Mark Hamill. Oh. She also does um, Harley on DC Superhero Girls, which is fucking awesome. She does Bubbles. She was like, um, what's his name? Timmy, whatever the shit from Fairly Odd Parents. Literally any fucking animated series you have watched, Tara Strong is in it doing something she's a fucking goddess i love her she was there it was awesome yeah she's super rad and uh weird al was there amish Ugh. paradise it's a very good song do you like weird al i don't hate him i think he's a cool guy uh, his music is whatever when i was a kid i really liked uh that album the amish paradise was on i can't remember it i only know white and nerdy he he's fine i mean whatever there there are people who are obsessed with him to the point of that it's insane that they're so his fandom is is like anime level complete. They have a Weird Al convention every year. People worship him as a god. He's Ugh. he's very popular. It's crazy. Hey, you know what? If you're way into Weird Al, that was cool that he came here. He's vegan. That's cool. Yeah. Um. He's a nice guy. I don't know. He's a funny dude. I'm he's assuming he funny. put on a performance. I don't they think had, he did. Or he just did a panel. He, he just talked. He. Ju I don't even think he talked. I think he just, he just signed autographs. Well, and met people. No, he talked. He had. He to had. Work. He had a panel. There's no way. Listen, everyone. I was very uninterested in meeting Weird Al. Yeah, we have not. We are not your Weird Al informants. You we know don't how, know. You know how I know I'm not into Weird Al because I saw a guy cosplaying Weird Al and I was like, oh, it's the real Weird Al, <laughs> yeah. and I walked away from him. I didn't even try to yeah, talk to you're him. Just like, there Turned is. out that wasn't Weird Al. But Still, I thought it was. It could have been. We don't know. We don't didn't care. care. We literally don't care. Um, they had the people from Psych. Obviously, they had. Um, <laughs> they had some people from charmed they had the people from the princess bride you Great know movie but not super not, caring about i don't the really care they had yeah they had like reunions of them uh you know just no one that really stuck out to me for since comic-con began the celebrity guests that have stuck out to me were bruce campbell mm -hmm. i want bruce campbell to come back elvira okay Chris Evans. Yes. And Who plays now the Falcon? Momoa. Oh my I God. What's his name? Really Anthony, nice. I think is his name. Anthony something. Yeah. He was there. He was cool. Um, and that's pretty much, and of course, Mark fucking Hamill. I just want Gal Gadot to come. Why? Because I love her. Well, try. I know. <laughs> I. It, it's like. I just want to get her pregnant, really. You know what? That's probably why they're not bringing her. Yeah, they know I'll do it. Um, 
let's see. For those of you who don't know, she's Wonder Woman, which yeah. is, I think, going to be a great movie. Everyone should go see it. It's going to be she awesome. She is so beautiful. Wonder Woman's one of my favorite superheroes of all time. When um, they were like, someone from the Justice League is coming. We, I, I was with you, and I was like, it's either Momoa or the Kid Flash. Ugh, I'm glad it wasn't the Flash. Not because I don't like the guy, but just because whatever. You know? He was in Perks of Being a Wallflower, but you know who I love more than Perks of Being a Wallflower kid who's now Flash? Jason fucking Momoa. Yeah. So, hell yeah on Comic-Con, but the tiniest bit of me was like, what if they bring Wonder Woman? Oh, I know. Because they're not going to bring Batfleck, and they're not going to bring Superman, so what if oh man could you uh if they She's, announced her she, i would have saw made, her she'd need that shield to protect yeah. her from the rain <laughs> of yeah just, they brought her i would have pumped out a fucking cosplay for wonder woman it yeah i would have too she's ugh. <laughs> yeah you would have she's <laughs> a goddess for real for and real. like i don't mean that i no, not like ironically yeah yeah but she really is yeah, in real no, life the real life the woman. actress is also a goddess yeah i would have spoken hebrew to her oh my god she would have been like what you speak hebrew and then we would have been like brah 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 you would have shot someone whatever you think brah 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 <laughs> is you're you're right okay. your interpretation okay. is correct it was my dick. That was okay, the sound. Okay, that's okay. what I thought. Um, Devin from the Fresco Press booth. Let's give thank you so much to everyone who talked to us. A few of you were extra super cool. Devin, you were one of those people. Thank you so Hell much. Yeah. You're rad. We loved you. It, I hope you enjoy the shirt we gave you. Yeah, it still freaks us out that not freaks us out. Surprises us. Still surprises us that people like us who weren't our immediate friends and family. Yeah, and that was so cool to people who just like come up to us and tell us they like us. It's just like. So nice of you to take that chance to just talk to us because I know talking to someone you don't know is stressful. Mm-hmm. And the fact that you listen to us like means a lot to us. Seriously. Every, every episode you make it through is like... <laughs> you deserve an award. Yeah, for real. You guys are the best. Um, and then uh, shout out to Ryan Bielek. He won first place. Yes. Thank goodness. Um, Ryan Bielek and his wife, Candace, they do Bielek cosplay, literally. There their name, their last name isn't spelled like this, but if you're finding them online, it's literally B-E-E-L-I-C-K. Um, Bielek cosplay, they make the best costumes from scratch. No, for sure. Both of us, it's cosplayers. I like every time I see a, a legit, real good cosplayer, because mm-hmm. I'm not a good cosplayer. I'm an actor. Mm-hmm. The, like I'll do Deadpool's voice and stuff, but I'm not going to like build a costume. But when I see legit cosplayers, yeah. like Ryan and Candace, um, Candace, they're so fucking good that you're just like, they're just fun to look at. They, it's amazing. She wore her Jamie Lannister, yeah. which first of all, Hell yeah, girl. Be Jamie Lannister. Swing. I'm about it. Swing. She made that hand. She casted it. It's the most beautiful fucking thing. And then Ryan did his Hobgoblin, Mm -hmm. which he made from top to fucking bottom. They did another casting for the mask. Made that from scratch. It just... The talent they have... In their fucking pinky fingers. Yeah, yeah. Blows me the fuck away. And it's about time that they get recognized for all the hard work that they put into their costumes. So have a drink to you, Ryan, in that first place. Fucking metal. Yeah, yeah. Fucking cool. You deserve it. That was really cool. I just... People who do cool artistic stuff should get shout outs. Hell yeah. Um, Yeah. So overall thoughts? What do you think? I um overall thoughts comic-con this was the most or fan x was the most it's relaxed we yeah know it who is. fucking cares the most relaxed chill one that i ever went to but it's because i made it that way which was fun i didn't stress about anything hey, 
magic. I know, right? <laughs> I was like, if you don't want to be stressed, guess what? Don't be stressed. Um, so that was that was really cool. Um, it was great hanging out with my friends. Our friends are awesome. Yeah. So seriously, all our closest friends, you know who you are. You don't need us to shout you out and it, one of you wants us to so bad and you won't get it you won't get it you from won't me get it. um but we you you all mean the world to us so anywhere we hang out with you is a good time it's just great when we get to all be um immersed in our fandoms and get to be weird with each other so i appreciate that and i appreciate all of our cosplay friends and nerd friends and even though we shit on comic-con we appreciate you putting this on yeah yeah we just you know constructive criticism over here yeah goofing on you of course we go every year and we want to do everything we can to make it better which Mm -hmm. is why we have criticism we have criticisms for ourselves too yeah every day if you think i don't tear myself down yeah i mean literally every time i edit the podcast i have to like throw a scarf on and extra large goggles to protect myself from the cringe yeah because i i cringe so hard at how bad i think i am and i genuinely try to be better can you guys tell i'm trying (laughs) i can't tell but i'm trying oh man every time i have to listen to us i would rather run into traffic we write notes we do research we're reading a book for our next episode yeah it's a whole thing we love you guys we try really hard um yeah shout out to everyone in ghana by the way (laughs) yeah you guys are fucking lit we side story uh we started with one one listener in ghana africa yeah yeah and we're assuming he's like no i shouldn't he's either he's either multiplying yeah he's either multiplying or he's like hey you guys listen to these fucking assholes we now have like 40 listeners in ghana so yeah yeah let's go to ghana you guys it's uh it used to be canada and the uk that were our most listened to like overseas people but ghana's taken over yeah let's fight about it but very cool but so our next live show ghana africa uh 2017 hey fly us dude we don't give a fuck dude we will come down we'll get inoculated or whatever you have to do to travel overseas to africa yeah because they in the united states they make us like do all this crazy shot stuff we're not shit talking yeah we We think you you guys have bugs we don't have yeah so they just want to give us shots so we don't bring it back we genuinely would come yeah even if we made no money but like we just broke even we would come down there yeah i want to see what's up in the podcast world of ghana africa yeah yeah we're about it so shout out to you guys we really appreciate you i don't know if you have podcasts or uh, not podcasts comic cons there that would be cool if you did that'd be cool holler at us we want to know what you're about um once someone messaged us but then they deleted it god damn it i don't know what they said maybe they were trying to come through on you oh you know that happens or me i mean i give i should give myself a little yeah come on it happens to both of us not a lot of people come through for me the last thing that happened was a girl sent me a photo of her covered in her own period blood (sighs) that's real you know That'll bum me out. Oh, shit. Uh, This is the first episode we've done since our live show. So thanks for coming to that. Is it? Yes. Oh, my God. But we did say thanks for coming. Oh, we haven't. Yeah. Thank you so much, everyone who came to our live show. We'll say it in the intro. Yeah, we have to. You guys, we're professional. I'm not editing this out. I love you all so much. Thank you for dealing with my bad editing skills. (laughs) Leave Um, it. My opinion of the con, again, I, uh, I thought it was a step forward in a good direction. The vendor floor was varied and great. The panels uh, took a step backwards. There was almost no moderators. The people who put the panels together did almost no vetting. Um, <laughs> the ability, Triggered. the the um, entertaining people was not a priority in the panels. The panels were thrown together willy-nilly to try and get them over with and just have them exist in the periphery. Uh, and I think that's unfortunate. Hire me and I will make your panels good. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah. I won't. I Actually, I probably can't do that job. I don't think I have time. But I, I would like to help. 
Um, yeah, and that's it. Yay! Let's see. Yeah, that's it. Would you like to say anything? Can I add anything? Uh, hail Satan. Hail Satan, everyone. Stay tuned for the Satan and Chaos Magic uh, episodes. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hail Satan, motherfuckers. Hail Satan. <laughs>